Over the years, as I have prepared sermon after sermon, I have come to listen to these little nudges or thoughts that come into my mind, to take them as urgings of the Spirit. And for some reason, this past week, I was moved to look up a book that I had not read since high school. It is the story of a 13-year-old girl who is living in Amsterdam. Her name is Anne. She is a Jew, and the Nazi regime is rising. In 1942, Anne has to move into a tiny series of rooms which she and her family begin to call the Annex, secret rooms off of her father's office. Anne writes a diary. Only after her death is the diary discovered and published and now is widely read all over the world. The Diary of Anne Frank. She, her family, and one other family are confined to this tiny space for two years from 1942 to 1944. Evil and destruction and violence are swirling all around them. They are terrified for their lives, and yet in this beautiful, innocent, honest language, Anne writes a love story. You see, Anne moves in with a family of a young boy named Peter. And just like young people, Peter and Anne are annoyed by each other. She can't stand him. She thinks he's arrogant and too quiet and awkward. But as time passes, they find themselves under a window, just gazing up at the sky with the window a little bit open to get some air. And she puts her head on his shoulder and he puts his arm around her and she's so thrilled. It's as if the rest of the world doesn't exist. As this beautiful love begins to unfold, begins to bloom like some kind of a flower coming out of the muck and the mess of this world. as they awkwardly hug for the first time, and he kisses her cheek on her ear. This beautiful, truthful light shines in the darkness. And I thought to myself, why am I reading this now? Well, I know it's a very different scenario, but you and I are also 
in many ways shut in our homes right now. And it feels like the world is crazy all around us. That there is violence and discord and hatred and virus. And in the midst of all that, today we baptize this beautiful little baby boy. His name is Gavin, and we had eight babies scheduled for today. Some of the families got COVID, some of the families were afraid of COVID, and one thing happened after another and they kept dropping off until finally the one guy that was left was Gavin, and both his mom and his dad are doctors, which I think is so cool, because they know how to rock this COVID thing. When Jesus was baptized in the River Jordan, immediately after his baptism, there's this moment of love and light that transcends the millennia. He kneels down, and Luke writes that the Holy Spirit descends upon him like a dove. Now, I have a painting in my living room. I've been showing it on my morning devotions, and it's, we're not sure if it's a sunrise or a sunset on the Kansas plain. It was painted by one of my parishioners from back in Kansas. But the sun, the light, it looks like a dove. The wings are, are going outward. So I've always pictured that Jesus knelt down there in the water and this light, maybe it filtered through the clouds in the sky, but somehow this light came down upon Jesus and God said aloud for everyone to hear, this is my son, the beloved. With him I am well pleased. That's right. God was basically saying, this is my son, and I love him. And God says to Gavin today, this is my son, and I love him. And that relationship of love that was formed on that day when Jesus knelt in the river, it was even better than Anne and Peter's love. It wasn't a human romantic love. It was God love. And let me explain to you something about God love. God is the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which is constantly renewing its divine self. God loves in kairos time, time that transcends time. So when Gavin is baptized, Gavin will be baptized again and again and again for the rest of his life. And if Gavin ever needs to start over again, if Gavin realizes he's made a mistake, the Holy Spirit will descend upon him again and again. Let me try to translate. Gavin can become Gavin 2.0 and 3.0 and 4.0. Or maybe the right language is baptism can reboot him. You know how you reboot and start over? I know many of you may not remember when you were baptized, 
but God remembers. You know, there's, there's very little water in Israel. It's a dry desert climate. So people didn't take baths. I know it's kind of gross to think about. They didn't shower either. So to be immersed in water, you had to find a portion of the River Jordan that was big enough to get underneath the water. Most of it's like a stream. Baptism was a way of washing yourself clean, of starting over again. Before the pandemic, we used to fill that font with water and people would come in and touch the water, put it on their foreheads to be baptized again and again and again. Baptism happens once in your life, but it's echo. It reverberates for all eternity. And if you ever feel that you have gone down a wrong path, you can start again. Because you are now an eternal creature who renews himself or herself in baptism in the love of the Holy Spirit again and again and again. Deacon Linda and I have decided that we're not going to let COVID stop us from baptizing. We plan to get in some kind of a baptism train and go around from house to house. We'll film it so all of you can watch as we baptize the other seven babies and anybody else that wants to be baptized because we can't wait. We want everyone to know this love that transcends time, that washes us clean again and again and again. That kind of light cannot be extinguished. I think the love of Anne and Peter had a little bit of the Holy Spirit in it too. Because think about it. All of that evil, all of that violence that was all around them. Do we know any of the names of those soldiers or those people? No. You know who we remember today? We remember this, this teenage girl falling in love because the light shines from the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it, will not overcome it. And Gavin, we trust that your light will shine forth from this day, that you will become a leader among us, and you will show us how to be better people. Amen.